Let's rock. Hello, yes, Dan Eisen here. This is the master of Tiger style, Lee Moriarty, Dominic Carini. This is Trey Lamar. This is Zoe Sky. This is Nick fucking Gage. This is Bobby Beverly, and you're listening to the IWTV Guide Podcast. And welcome to another bonus episode of IWTV Guide on a Tear. And this week, I am joined by John Mosley, aka Mose. What's going on, man? How are we doing, bro? Feeling good. Yes, it's it's Tuesday. It's August. We're getting ready for the SCI. So before we get into all the SCI stuff, because that it, we're going to talk a lot about that. Uh, let's talk about uh, you running through the Marvel Cinematic Universe because uh, it's been an adventure. I've been kind of following loosely on on Twitter a little bit. So uh, so far of everything you've seen, what's your favorite? What didn't you like? Oh man. Um... I would have to say uh, the second, because I liked everything, right? Everything's a good time. Mm-hmm. But the second Thor, not great. Um, I like a parts of it. I love the relationship with Thor and Loki in it. Mm-hmm. But just watching it this time, I was like, ah, it's just not, it doesn't, it's not up to snuff with everything else. Uh, Ultron, same way. Like, I like, I like the movie. I love, like, the, the part where, um, where, you know, Cap kind of has, you know, Mjolnir moved a little bit and that there's little stuff like that that I love. But again, just doesn't feel like it's all the way there. Um, I love the third Thor, though, right? Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. That's uh, absolute fun. Uh, com- like, just hilarious. Um, Iron Man. Uh, and then the big ones, right? I mean, there's just going back uh, this time I watched Infinity War and Endgame, like, not the same night but like back-to-back night so everything was super fresh and that was just like everything about the emotion in that and then i was uh explaining to uh to Haley like because she she was just kind of in and out she's not a huge marvel fan she likes loki and parts of things but mm-hmm. um when we got to the end there and everything with cap i was explaining and just like had tears you know what i mean just like the emotion of it all like we did it it's 10 years in the making and like yeah. a million years for him um it's just it's so much fun man like it, i i hadn't gone through them all in a couple of years and i'm really glad i did and then now i'm watching the shows on disney plus for the first time those are the shows have all been really excellent i really enjoyed those for different reasons like one of the things like that did bother me was that people got so involved in like the fan theories of everything and yeah i, I kind of regret like watching any of that because like once they did the reveal, it was like, uh, yeah, well, you guys, they've been calling this for like four episodes. I'm not surprised now. And I just, it almost <laughs> felt like it spoiled it for me. So I'm like, I just, I avoid everything I can now about it. Cause it's like, even like with Loki, I avoided as much as I could because I just want to go in and like, enjoy it and not have to think about, oh, well, this is going to lead to this and it's going to do this and yep. this is going to happen. It's like, no, nah, let me just watch it and make my own conclusions. Like if I miss something, I miss something. I'll go back and like after and see what they said and I'll be like, oh, okay, that makes sense. But yeah, that, no, that's the way I am. I, I, uh, it very rarely do I get super into a show when it first hits. Um, it usually takes like all the, like WandaVision, all that. I was like, I've heard of great things. I, like you, you said, I got spoiled a lot of things, just people talking around me and whatnot. But, um, I just, it took a while to, for me to finally watch them. Um, and now I guess I'm glad I did. Cause like I was going back through and then it would be that moment of like, Oh, that's really cool. I'm like, Oh, I actually already knew that, but it's been so long. I kind of forgot. Right. 
so that's uh i got kind of got lucky with loki because like i like went on a straight blackout with all that like people would like like be talking crazy on wednesdays but i like waited until everything was done so i literally could marathon it all in one day uh which was the the smart move because then i could follow everything way better than trying to remember shit week to week so uh that was that's yeah that's (laughs) that's the plan for me coming up i've got loki very soon so of the uh of the ones you talked about so with iron man one two and three a lot of people really hated three I thought it was a good story because it kind of showed Iron Man having to deal with like uh, anxiety and stuff and realizing that like mm-hmm. he had to like he what like the suit wasn't anything for him. Like he had, there was a lot of him not in the suit and having to deal with being a human and like knowing what was coming and like trying to figure out a way to stop it. And uh, I thought that just people just really didn't like that. I liked it. I thought it like I didn't like the villain and I didn't like how they did Mandarin in that. Like I was really hoping for the real Mandarin. But like so I guess I could see people hating that portion of it. But even then, like we know we got that one shot where it was revealed that the Mandarin's real and he actually captured the the actor and and broke him out of prison. So I feel like. It, it still gave something but like i don't know i i really like that one i didn't like two as much uh two had some cool stuff and i liked um whiplash in it but i just yeah for sure and uh but like my absolute favorite of all of the films um was definitely winter soldier i think that that one's yeah. like Phenomenal. seems like to be the most common like everybody loves that one i loved it um I really love the fact that we did get Spider-Man in the MCU though, because it made me love Spider-Man again. Cause after mm-hmm. the other films, I didn't care for him as much. And this made me like, I love Tom Holland. I love his version of Spider-Man in these films. I loved uh, the first one and I loved um, far from home. Like they were just such fun movies. And I, I'm so excited for the one in December. Like I cannot wait for no way home. It's going to be so cool. Super fired up. Yeah, same, dude. I, I Holland's my favorite uh, Spider-Man. I actually was talking to someone about that over this past weekend. Uh, yeah, I love what he's done with that character. Uh, I was a big fan of Michael Keaton as the villain in that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm with you. I'm really... Uh, I, I saw... Uh, I guess it was just kind of like a graphic up of all the Marvel stuff coming out the rest of this year today on the way back home. And uh, I was like, oh, man, I'm like... I totally forgot. For some reason, I was thinking the new Spider-Man was next year, but we're like, we're we're kind of almost close. <laughs> yeah, yeah, December, man. I'm I'm so excited for that. Like, uh, I think one of the other things too, like with Michael Keaton being the villain, I love how they made like I the thing that I love about MCU is how they make all this stuff fit. Like Vulture literally was being a vulture by picking up like this scrap from these big battles and from this stuff and using that tech. And I love yep. that that they literally made it fit so perfectly for that. And it gave him a reason to be the way he was to, because he was supporting his family and all this stuff. And like, it was so great. And the twist with MJ and it just, Oh, was perfect. I loved it. Yeah. That would be, it's so hard with those to make like a Mount Rushmore. Um, like I just love so many of them, but like I would almost try to fight to get that one on. Like definitely the first Iron Man would be on that. Definitely oh, yeah. Winter oh, yeah. Soldier. Um, and that's when it gets really tough. Cause the big, you know, the Infinity War and those are so great, but then you've got the Spider-Man, like even the newest one, with Jake Gyllenhaal, I enjoyed, uh, so yeah, it, it really is. It just kind of is like, like you're saying, like I don't love Iron Man two or three. I actually enjoy two. I think a little more probably because of 
the Mickey Rourke character because of his interaction with Justin Hammer. Uh-huh. Uh, but I'm with you. I, I don't hate three is like one of my friends in high, like growing up my whole life hates three because he was such a big fan of the Mandarin and he hated how that happened. So I had like, man, when I left that theater that night, like my dude was so upset <laughs> and, uh, and there was me just like, I had, I had a good time with it. It was fine. <laughs> yeah. I, when I first saw it, like I was definitely on board of the, I hate this. This is stupid. Like, why would they yep. do that? They ruined him. And then once the one shot came out where he gets broken out of prison, cause the Mandarin wants to see him. I'm like, okay, I don't hate it as much now because at as least now. they fixed it because there is a real Mandarin. We will eventually see him possibly. Obviously we're not going to see him in the context of Iron Man versus Mandarin. Uh, but I think we're going to see him in Shang Chi. So I feel yes. like, uh, and I, they changed up how like they're not rings. They're like actual like rings on the arms, which I'm kind of worried about like that kind of failing. Cause I love that they were just like rings on the fingers, mm-hmm. but apparently it's too close to the infinity stones. So they wanted to change ah. it. So, okay. We'll see. Yeah, I, saw the, I, I saw the trailer for that today. We went and watched Jungle Cruise and the trailer on the, that was pretty tough on the big screen. Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking that like, it may like people are going to, it's going to be one of those ones kind of like, um, how the, the guardians of the galaxy. So like, mm-hmm. I had no expectations going into that film. I was like, oh, this is, you know, just gonna, I don't know these people like this might be, this might suck. And I came out of that film going, this is fucking awesome. I love this movie. They added so much like great stuff to it. It was like such a just awesome film. I think that's this is gonna be the same thing with this. Like I'm gonna go in with low expectations and I'm gonna come out going, Holy shit, that was a fun ride. Yeah, God, such a good guardian. Such the first guardian is such a good one too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, same way I, I left. Like I was like, we'll see. I like the cast. I don't know a ton about the characters. And then, like you said, man, I, I came out of the theater like, oh, I'm ready for more. Like and that may have been one I watched a couple times in theater, uh, just how much fun it was. And again, the writing and how they interacted that. Yeah, the first uh, Guardians is always a good time. Yeah, I just the soundtrack to that one really just yes. brought it. And it would just it was so perfect. And like, yeah, that one. So I'm hoping that we get similar results. Mm-hmm. Um um, a lot of people are like started to worry me about like no way home like if it's like all the rumors are true and we're gonna get this like real big multiverse event i'm really afraid of like that it could suck and it's not like they don't have any more coming out for spider-man after this and i'm like i need more spider-man i don't want <laughs> I, like uh, the most we've gotten is like three films for the with the same actor i need more like yeah he's been in the infinity war and he was in Endgame and he was in civil war, but I, I need him more. Like he needs his own stuff going still. I don't need, I, I want him in solo stuff. Like that's the only thing I miss. I'm going to be, I'm, I'll miss about captain America is I wanted more solo stuff with captain America. Like he has a great, like just feud with Hydra and there are so many cool things they could have done. And I'm like, I really hope they figure out a way like to, to do some cool stuff with, um, falcon now that he's cap and like uh you know figure that stuff out um you know now that you know he's trying to do that um so i'm hoping like we figure that out i may have to spoil that for you i'm sorry oh no i think fig- like uh, that's one like you're saying the writing of it i knew i have like one episode left and i've been waiting since like the first episode how they started that whole like i love like, wandavision was dope but like obviously it's not loki to watch I love what they did with Falcon and Winter Soldier. Mm. I mean, every episode I'm having to like, I've, this is the one I could have watched in one day. I've 
pushed it off. I've watched like an episode a day the last five or six days. I think I've got one left. Um, but I knew that from the jump. I was like, let's get there, baby. Let, like, let's get there. Um, but it's been a great ride. I didn't expect to enjoy this show uh, as much as I have. I figured everything about Wanda I heard I would. And I love just the the craziness of it. And I mean, I love the, I'm a grew obviously grew up on television sitcoms. So that was like, I just love all that aspect of it, but just storytelling and all that, man, I was nervous if I was not like, um, winter soldier and as much as Falcon winter soldier, but I, I, it may be my favorite again. So I got Loki to watch, but I, I'm loving it. Yeah, man. Like I, a lot of people had backlash on it too. Like they felt like, Oh, it's too political. I'm like, dude, they did like it, it. What, what was really interesting was this was filmed a while ago, but when it was yeah. released, it was like January 6th was, was fresh on everybody's minds. Everything was still real tense. Like we were still going through COVID. Like we hadn't fully got like the vaccine rollout. And like the, the, the political stuff that was hitting on that was really fresh for that time. So I feel like there's a section of audience that thought that they were being alienated. And it's like, well, you really need to look at your politics if you feel alienated <laughs> by this, because this hit home and like it really spoke truths about stuff. Like there was another Captain America. He was black and he was put in prison because they because he was black. Like it was yeah. it was really eye opening to see like how they they told the story and made it feel relevant to the current day and age even before it was really relevant like i mean with everything going on last year and this year i feel like it just it just came at the right time and i think everything really really hit and i just it uh it really just did did it for me i love like how all that kind of ties in and like cap was always my favorite of the avengers so i'm like you know i want to see uh, him continue on with this so I, I really enjoyed everything they did and like how how we got you know um the other guy playing captain america and like all that mm -hmm. stuff and even winter soldier like telling his story like everybody was like really bummed we're not getting all these big surprises in these shows and i'm like this is just the in-between times because they gotta set up the next phase phase four is gonna be huge we're getting huge. multiverse stuff we're getting all this crazy stuff these characters still need to finish out the story that ended with Endgame, and move on to the next phase like it's not going to be like uh captain america and winter soldier should have been or falcon and winter soldier should have been a um movie and i'm like no this needed no. this needed the six episodes to tell the story to make these characters you know to tell the story arc with these characters to move them on to the next thing because we're going to get villains out of this we're going to get new side characters that are going to be involved that we need to see how they came about. So I think that that's a, a really smart move to, to have these shows to kind of bridge that gap. And I know we have Hawkeye coming up later this year yeah. too. I'm really interested to see how that's going to work. And another interesting thing that like people uh, pointed out at this, like with that young kid that was with the, uh, with the guy that was the um, black version of captain America. Right that kid becomes a young Avenger and they've introduced almost all the young Avengers and oh, all these shit. between all the shows and, and the movies. So we will literally have a young Avengers cast built by the time Hawkeye hits. So we may have a young Avengers film like in the works that we just don't know about yet. I don't even know about Oh, yeah. that's so, so yeah, that's just storytelling, man. It's, it's what makes everything like that's what everything I love really comes down to, whether it's a sport or wrestling or like just great storytelling that uh, just, just nothing better than, 
you know, getting it. And like we're saying, you said earlier about, you know, I love those shows that you have to watch. You know, you watch a second, third, fourth time and you're picking up things still just uh, there's nothing better. Yeah, it just I love what they've done. I can't wait to see what else we get out of this. And like, it's just, it's been an amazing ride. And, uh, you know, it's, it's shown like how, if you take, if you carefully craft this, how great it can be. And then you look at like what DC's done. And as Mm -hmm. much as I love some of the DC characters, I just feel bad that we're stuck with what we're stuck with over there on that side. It's a bummer. It really is. I grew, I was the DC kid. All my friends were Marvel kids. So growing up, so like, yeah, it's those. It's a bummer. Uh, I really enjoyed the Snyder cut of Justice League, but um, that feels like such a small piece. Now, you know, I'm saying like now, looking like I, I enjoyed Wonder Woman. I I thought Aquaman was fun, but like you know, there was a lot of not good that I'm not mentioning. <laughs> I didn't watch uh, the either Wonder Woman. I didn't watch. I didn't watch a lot of stuff. I did watch like Batman versus Superman. Yep. Um, I liked one or two scenes in that that was really it um Fair. the snyder cut i did watch at least two hours of i never finished it gotcha. uh, yep. and i i just i don't know like i felt like they rushed so quick to like get the justice league together instead of doing it how marvel did where they built literally piece by piece you got a movie for each character to make you care and then eventually we got that big blow-off film and that actually led to an even bigger blow-off down the road and it just we didn't get that we didn't get any of it and i'm like they they literally were given the roadmap on how to do this correctly and they're like no let's do it in reverse and (laughs) that'll make sense and then it just yeah that's why there's nothing like suicide squad i was so excited for i love the comic suicide squad especially the version with harley and everybody hated the film like i i sat through it i there was like one part that i thought the joker was cool in and that was it and after that i was like this film sucks they picked the wrong villain to start off with for, to have them go after because it was a supernatural villain and for them they're not supernatural heroes so it doesn't make sense for them to face a supernatural villain and it just there's so many like issues i had with it the new one looks very interesting very excited just to check it out yeah and i think that drops on friday and i think I think that's one we can watch on HBO. So it is. Yeah, I think it's on HBO Max, like super late night Thursday night. Okay, so I'll definitely watch that one just because I want to see what they did with this, and like, I obviously, I got to see what John Cena's character is like because it looked really funny, like the trailers I've seen. So, and James yeah, Gunn did it. So, I mean, if he can make you love the Guardians of the Galaxy, I, I got hope that he's going to make us really love Suicide Squad. So that's a great way to look yeah james gunn's super talented um that was a great point man you brought up though is that the it it felt like we were building to the avengers and now looking back on it like obviously going back and watching all these in a row it's just like the avengers is like the cage match that gets us to the blow off but we Mm -hmm. thought we were there man like that's awesome yeah it just and then like what's really cool is now that we're going into phase four it's almost like starting over again so like by phase six or seven we may have the same thing happen again and like my my big thing is i am the biggest x-men fan like i love the x-men so much they're they're my favorite thing from my childhood i watched that cartoon and it's still on disney now so i like on disney plus i watch it Mm -hmm. every chance i get that's my favorite thing in the world so the fact that eventually we're going to get the x-men and they're gonna probably be way more true to 
the 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 characters than what we saw on uh fox's uh side yes. of things i'm like yep. let's see what we got like i i i've heard that they want to make wolverine um a native american because he's from canada and stuff like that and i'm like that that's fine i'm, I'm curious to see if we can find somebody to play that well mm-hmm. it's going to be hard to, to obviously replace hugh jackman For real he's above and beyond like the best and if i if i've heard the rumors correctly he might be in doctor strange there was a rumor about that because he said he oh, might wow. play him again and i was like well we're in the multiverse of madness so maybe we'll get a wolverine from hugh jackman i don't oh, know that would be sick man i would love it yeah i would love that so much yeah i with you like the his performance of like you know that whole up through logan like logan is just it's one that I can't watch a lot because it's just so sad, but it's mm-hmm. like every couple times a year, right? I'm like, okay, I have to just, I have to feel these emotions again for, for Logan. Yeah. I took my grandma to see it. Cause she's like, I was like, ah, oh, it's a drama. She'll, she'll be okay with this. Like she likes dramas and Westerns and stuff. And she was like, she didn't like a lot of the action stuff. It was too violent for, her, but right. like I'm sitting there next to her watching this movie. I think it was, it was like a Thursday. It was like one of the early screenings and at the end spoilers for anybody who hasn't seen it yet uh <laughs> after he's dead and the one kid turns the the cross into the x mm-hmm. i fucking lost it i was bawling in the theater like i was oh i was inconsolable after that and i was like because it was just that felt like it was truly the end for yep. hugh jackman and wolverine and it just like it really hit me it, it tore me up pretty good and like i love that movie and yeah, I, I, it's probably in my top like three all time films, but I can't watch it all the time. I can watch it maybe once a year, yeah, because it still gets to me every single time. Like, oh man, every single time, yeah. I, um, I'm same way that last scene, man. Like, it, you're so caught up in all those emotions, and then that that little, you know, like you're saying, that little movement. Yep. I remember the same way in theaters, just like me and a couple of other dudes probably like trying to hide their, you know, like we're not, we're, we got a sniffle. It was like back in the day when you could, you could say you had a sniffle yeah. and be like, we're, we're cool. It's dusty in here. I was, got some yeah. dust in my eyes. Clean this place a little better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, uh, that really got me. I, I didn't expect it either. Like I was like, Oh, you know, it was real sad. He's dead. And then just that, that little, little that thing little, that, that was, yep. was like, damn it. Yeah. Little things, man. Yep. So we talked about all the Marvel universe. I was going to discuss some other stuff in there, but I think we'll save that for another time. Uh, I also want to talk about movies because you and I really hit it off on wrestling cheers about the wire and some other stuff. So what have you been watching lately? TV wise? What's uh, what's been good that you've been watching? I've been watching Kung Fu. I bought the complete series of Kung Fu at Walmart. Is that the um, original with David Carradine? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yep, the original David Carradine. Um, I went through the I went through the Tarantino movies after uh, the Marvel movies, so I watched Kill Bill again and was just like I've never like I've never I watched Kung Fu growing up with my dad a lot, mm-hmm. but like I've never just wa- you know watched it. So uh, doing that, um, really enjoying it. It's one that like I like throwing on later at night, like kind of like you'll learn a life lesson and then uh, you know you go to bed or whatever. Um, I, I usually, since I'm such a movie hound, I let my wife pick a lot of like the television, like if we're, we're just chilling. So uh, I've been watching some Gilmore Girls lately. We're going back through it from the beginning. Okay. Um, it's a show I never watched before we got together, but I like the writing. Uh, I think it's fun. 
Um, definitely one that like I tell people, I think I remember telling Ison once, I was like, yo, dude, Gilmore Girls isn't that bad. And he just gave me that look like, <laughs> I'm not gonna I'm not gonna watch it, but I believe you. <laughs> no, I I, um, I remember watching an episode and thinking the dialogue and everything was really smart and really like yeah. crisp. Super so, snappy, yeah. super smart. Um yeah. yeah, it's a really good writing team. Um uh what else have I been watching TV wise? Really been kind of going through movies lately, like some retreads. I rewatched the fifth element on 4K a couple nights ago. That was dope. Beautiful picture. Um what else? Oh, freaking, um, I rewatched, um, well, that was the end of my Tarantino, but once upon a time in Hollywood, man, I love that. Like, <laughs> I know it was a, a long movie. A lot of people hated how long it was, but like, I loved it. I don't know, man. I did too. I just, I, I, I loved it. And it like, as a, as a big Tarantino fan, it felt like that should have been his last movie. I can see that. Like, I remember going to the theater with my ex and we were sitting there watching it and like, the ending that like I, I thought like okay like we're actually gonna get like we're gonna see this was like the build up to like the actual uh yeah, yep. Tate murders and I'm like, oh man, like this is gonna be wild. And then when they showed up at that house and and everything that ensued, and I'm just sitting there and her and I were just going back and forth, like, what the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> and it was and I we were laughing and just saying, What the fuck? And then the flamethrower happened and I fucking lost and I was laughing lost. so yes. fucking loud. Oh my uh, god. Bro, I yeah, like I'm a big history buff, so when I'm we're going through it and I'm just kinda like, Oh man, what's gonna happen? And then uh yeah all that bust through and we get in the car and i'm talking to Haley after and she loved it and i'm just like yeah man like i didn't know what he was gonna do with there that when we got to the last day and all that and she was kind of like i feel like i knew that he was gonna like that that brad pitt was gonna kill the hippies but i didn't know how and i just bodied me (laughs) (laughs) uh it just Man, that was so good. And like the tension they built up at the ranch too. Like when he wanted to go yes. see his friend. Oh, that was so good. I was like, oh fuck, is it gonna what's gonna happen here? Like what's I was on the edge happen? of my seat. Charlie's gonna show up. Yeah, it was just ooh, so tense. And then like yeah, when we got to that part and like <laughs> oh the dog, uh the phone, <laughs> everything. Like he's him being fucking high and this happening, and he's just like <laughs> Throws that fucking can in her face. Oh my god, it was so great. Oh, I never laughed Perfect. so hard. Oh, uh, it legit. As a huge Tarantino fan, growing up, one of the two or three directors that like that was the dream my whole life. I guess it still kind of is. Like I, I love creating in that director side. Um, so Tarantino was one of those guys on the directors that really like I just soaked everything out on how he did stuff and. Uh, I still say as many great movies, man, like I may have once upon a time in my top three, just for like the sheer, you could tell how much he loved, like he put his love into, into Hollywood in that movie. And then like, we're saying just the, just bonkersness of it, of like him just like, okay, cool. We're going to do this now and this and this. And we're sitting there like, Oh, it's just, it, it's, you could tell like for his writing style, because he never has an ending. He says, he just writes and like he lets the characters kind of figure themselves out. So I'm like, it kind of really shows through in that movie because of course drunk DiCaprio would tell these hippies to get off and like his <laughs> get out of here. And of course the hippies are gonna be pissed off and wanna kill him. <laughs> I, lo- I love when they at the end when they come down from the hill and they're like, Yeah, is everything all right? And you're like, Yeah, we're fine. Those hippies aren't. <laughs> 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 
There's hippies art. <laughs> and like, There's I feel a- like it was such a dark comedy because there were so many elements of just like subtle dark comedy to it. Like when he's on the roof fixing the antenna and he thinks about why like the woman didn't want him around as like a stunt double and shit. And like, he, he, he comes back to him and he's like, mm, fair. <laughs> Just yeah, like exactly. shit like that. that. Little moment. Yeah. And then like moment. when DiCaprio does his mm. fucking monologue as the villain and the kid says it was oh really good. God. He cries and shit. I was like, this is so fucking brilliant. <laughs> and then it's also like that love letter to that era of like cinema. I think that like, that's what a lot of people really like focus hyper-focused on. And then like, I saw some people get so upset that like, uh, what's her face didn't have a whole lot of lines as Sharon Tate. And like, cause right. she was the main character and I'm like, no, she wasn't like no. you thought she was. And it, that's what the whole twist got you with is because you thought she was somebody. And then it turned, it wasn't. And I was like, you just didn't pay attention enough. Cause they didn't focus on them enough in their life. And that's what, when it was focused on these two guys, I'm like, okay, this isn't about her. This is just, how is this going to involve all of them? And yeah, so <laughs> yeah, super underrated. Um, I love the performances of, uh, of like everybody in there. Like you're saying the, the stuff with Bruce Lee and then, yeah, like the dark, I, I've said that too. It's a, it's a dark comedy. Like, they talk about that Brad Pitt might have murdered his wife. Like, yeah. <laughs> that, that, you know, they're just, it's like a small little pebble in this crazy ass movie of like, you know why? He may have killed his wife. And we're all at home like, what the, what? Right. And then it's like, <laughs> he goes overseas and marries that woman. And then like, they're doing the spaghetti westerns. And I'm like, oh, okay. That makes sense why they're called spaghetti westerns now. Like, I don't know a lot about that era. Like, I know some things, but, and then like Pacino oh, being yeah. in it was great. And like, it was just a lot of fun. I don't know. It just that. Yeah, it was long, but it was a lot, a lot of fun. Couldn't agree more. Could not agree more. It's it. It shows how he's grown like Reservoir Dogs, his first feature. I think it's like an hour and like 35, 40 minutes. And it's obviously very captivating. But then here we are all these years later and he's got like a two hour and 40 minute, three hour long movie that it's, it's equally as captivating in its own, like, right. Cause reservoir dogs is it's dark as it is. It, it It's kind of funny in a couple of scenes too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, um, but yeah, just the, the, how that guy's going to do his, his, uh, his work and all that's pretty nuts. And I think that's, uh, again, like he says, he's going to do one more movie. He's going to write a couple plays and then do a movie. But like, I don't know, where do we go from once upon a time in Hollywood? <laughs> I don't know. I'm down for whatever he wants to do though. Like I, 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 he's, he's got a solid body of work. Like I think my least favorite is Jackie Brown and I still like Jackie Brown. Like it's Mine very is, interesting. It's death proof. But, uh, Jackie Brown was like the older I get, the more I watch Jackie Brown, the more I like it. Uh, but I'm with you. That's it's definitely, um, I remember like, ah, it's just okay. Um, I think the last time I watched it, it really just like, Obviously, Sam Jackson's performance in that is insane. Mm-hmm. Um, he's so good. But yeah, yeah, I, I totally agree. See, Death Proof, I, I get why people don't like it, but like, I really enjoyed it. I, I don't know if it's just because I like that the focus was on like, it felt like it was in a, a, a back in like the 70s and stuff like that. So like, I like that era. I like the vibes from that era. So like anything mm-hmm. that revolves around there, like even recently, like the R.L. Stein did the... um they had that series on Netflix that was all the yes. Fear street ones. 78 yep. was my favorite. That era with the summer camp in the seventies, that shit's like, that's, I swear that's where I should have been like where I should have grown up because that's my favorite <laughs> thing in the yeah. world. Like I love the aesthetic. 
I love all that. So like death proof really fit into that, even though it was like mm-hmm. more modern, but I still feel like it just had that vibe. And then like even planet terror, like that, that that was but, Rodriguez, but it's still like had those vibes. Cause it was like the grindhouse from that era. And it just, I loved it. I love both so much. Yeah. I love them as a, as a joint, as the grindhouse. Um, that was a really cool, like, I think I was a teenager and I snuck in with my buddy to uh, we tried to get this random guy to buy tickets for us to see <laughs> Grindhouse because it was a small town in Tennessee and they're not letting like two 16 year olds in. So he literally told us to fuck off. So we just were like, OK, and we found another way in. And it was that weird thing that cool, like we're teenagers, we're kind of not doing the right thing. And we're watching, you know, we watched this awesome back to back. And then uh, I think that was like the last day it, it left like. You know, we saw like a Wednesday or Thursday and it left Friday. So it was just one of those, like, I always go back to that place and like Grindhouse, man. That's what it means to me. It's like you, you find a way to get in and watch that movie. man. Right. <laughs> yeah. I was uh, showing my age. I was old enough to go see it. Like it was my, all my cousins went the four of us and we just, uh, we had a blast with it. I think I actually fell apart towards the, or fell asleep towards the end of, um, death proof. Cause it was like, they did planet terror first and that's the one i really wanted to see and then like death proof was interesting i i liked the first half and then before they got like right towards the end during the car chase uh mm-hmm. at the end is when i i fell asleep and i woke up right at the end is like they all beat the shit out of yeah. <laughs> and i was like oh okay that's the end all right i guess that was all right and then i watched it again like when it came out uh on uh dvd and i was like yeah this is awesome so <laughs> No, that's my uh, I've had a couple of buddies fall asleep, like, you know, watching uh, you know, in the middle of like a fight sequence or like something like that. And it is it's like, I don't know, it just it cracks me up because like the best one is Haley fell asleep watching. We were watching one of those Star Wars and it was like this crazy do 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 all this crazy shit going on. And I'm like, oh, this is wicked. And I look over, bro. And she's like mouth open, just snoring uh, during this battle sequence. And I'm like, OK, cool. A few minutes go by, right? I look back over and it's like a, a very down part and she's wide awake again. And I'm like, how? <laughs> yeah, this how? movie's really boring. Really? Because you slept through the action point. <laughs> how, how did you sleep through the do 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 do? But you were woke up by like someone yelling. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, the uh, I haven't really been watching a whole lot. Uh, I think I started Castle Rock. It's like that Hulu series based on like all the different Stephen King books. Wanted to watch it. Haven't started it yet, though. It's interesting. Um, I think the first season was way too convoluted. And then, mm. like, the second season, they are bringing in, like, the the woman that Kathy Bates played in Misery. But it's, oh, shit. But it's played by this other actress, and I really like her. So I think it's, it's, it's interesting so far. I just started the second season. Um, it took me, like... I don't know, seven or eight tries to get through the first season just because I like would get confused. So I would just go back and rewatch something and cause like I would yep. fall asleep to it. So then I'd also have to go back and like find where I left off and I would just like try to where I could remember last. I would watch before that. So I knew what was coming, like to kind of help bridge that gap every bridge time. Yep. I so, and I was thing. still like um, super confused. So I will totally watch that. Uh, cause I have, it's one of those that, um, I've had in my queue forever. I never watched just like the, I always wanted to, but I never watched. Didn't they do like a Stephen King thing with Franco? Um, yeah. 11, Yes. Yes. That's it. Yeah. That was real good too. 
Okay. I've again, I've had it. In my, I've had it forever, and I'm not watched, but I will totally watch. Um, I guess I kind of been needing a show to watch. Like I said, right now, after I finish off uh, Loki, or yeah, after finish off Loki, um, I have to find my next thing to run through. Yeah, if you like, um, you since you said you like history and stuff like that, that's yeah. That's really interesting because it goes into like Lee Harvey Oswald and like See, all that shit. shit. Yeah. So it's really cool. Um, and then what else have I watched? Um, I went back and watched Party Down. That was on uh, Hulu as well. Good stuff. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed that show. I didn't realize it was only two seasons. I thought there was more. And I'm like, I got to the end and I'm like, that's it. And then like, I'm looking like it went, started playing over again in Spanish. And I'm like, wait, what the hell? And I go and look and it's like, no, there's only two seasons. I'm like, I swear to God, there was like four or five. I swear. Cause I watched it when it was on stars and I'm like, I swear there was more. There's more. Yeah. Where's the, give me the rest of my party down. But apparently, um, it must've just been because I, watched it as it was airing so it was like week to week so that's probably why it, it felt longer yeah yeah that was me with break it's like breaking bads that show for me um because i go i went through it earlier this year probably like i don't know maybe february march i went we powered through breaking bad again and i always tell Haley, i'm always like it feels so much shorter <laughs> on disc but like those were long weeks when breaking bad was on if you were really into it I got lucky and I didn't catch Breaking Bad until I want to say season four was starting. So I had the okay. first three seasons to go through and uh, I started getting them through Netflix when you could get the DVDs in the mail because nice. I, it wasn't streaming on there. And I remember getting the first season, watching it and going, I need season two now. And I, I had them like a couple days later. <laughs> watch those i was like i need i need to see season three got season three started watching it and like once i got to the end of season three i'm like i had to wait like two or three months before the new season started and it was driving me fucking crazy like and then i from, from there on i watched the, the rest through and it just it was so worth the wait and it just oh man that's some great storytelling there dude you brought back i forgot this happened this is a true story you talked about the the disc on Netflix. A, I still get a disc through Netflix to this day. <laughs> I have currently have, I think it's the last black man in San Francisco is the movie. I have it. I will be sending it in and getting something else soon. Um, but I, the first time I tried to just go through Sopranos was through the discs. Oh man, dude. And so, you know how big of a hype that thing is. So like, I get to like season, God, it had to be like season four, maybe three. I think it was four. And they were like, oh, this next disc isn't available. Oh, so like, no. Bro, yeah, I literally was like, what do I do? What do I do? And I, I legitimately found um, like the box set. I think, no, I did that back. I think I actually bought a couple. I finished a couple of discs out and bought like a random couple of seasons uh, finished the show through Netflix, and then whenever that Blu-ray box set came out a couple of years ago, I snagged it. But bro, talk about like, like I went to bed like, okay, man, I gotta change my disc out. Get up the next day, go, and it is like that disc, like right in the middle of your run, is unavailable. I was so like, oh god, no, no. Oh I man, I have to know. I have to know what's going on with Tony. Come on. That's that's rough. I'm. It's so funny to like 
talk about that kind of thing now that we have streaming and we have yes access to so much stuff like it sucks when there's certain things that aren't available like i really want to watch tombstone like i haven't seen it and probably i know i watched it when i was like a teenager and i didn't it didn't like do anything for me because i didn't really care about westerns so like right. as i got older and like i fell in love with deadwood and i love yes. deadwood so much and so i was on like this western kick and i watched um I watched this other Western movie and I really liked it. And then like, I've just been finding all these random films. I really enjoyed. And I was like, I really want to watch tombstone. It's, it's a Western. I was like, they have characters that were in Deadwood are in this. Like, I want to see yep. like this and nobody streams it. And I'm like, I'm not going to pay $5 to rent it. So I'm just like, I need to, I need to find somebody that has like a, a server with stuff on it and, and have them hook me up with that. Cause yeah, Tombstone rules. Yeah. With it like, took me forever to get into Westerns, too. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Like, when I was younger, I'm just like, these are boring. Like, there's some action, yep. but it's, like, a lot of talk. Now that I'm older, I'm like, these are fucking cool, man. Like, I wish we could live in the West. This is yeah, awesome. Yeah, I was talking to Open Range. I, I, uh, it's a Kevin Costner movie. Um, you should totally check it out. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one of those that, like, my dad loved. Like, he's always, like, Open Range on VHS. Put that shit in. I got to watch that. And I'm like, all right, growing up. And now I'm like, I finally got around to watching it not too, too long ago. And I did. I, I called him. I'm just like, yo, open range rules. You're right. All those years ago. Uh, the other one that I watched that really like got me back into Westerns is Dances with Wolves. Phenomenal. It was it had like just the right amount of comedy. And it just again, like it was, it was, it had some action, but it was like this, it was so good. Like it just drew me in and I'm like, Oh my God, I love this so much. And like, I remember watching it as a kid and like being so bored by it. And now I'm like this, like it's, it's like so slow to start off with. And I'm like, I love this. I love this. I love this. Like all the (laughs) way through. I'm like, this is so great. I remember I put it on, I want to say like 11 o'clock at night and I had to be at work the next morning and I stayed up the whole time to watch it. Like I did, I was like, I have to finish this. I was like, it's, it'll be worth <laughs> being tired for work. Cause this is so good. I, uh, I didn't watch that movie for years because this is how big of a movie nerd I was growing up. Um, dances won the Oscar for best picture in 1990. And to this day, though, I do love dances with wolves to this day. I will argue that Goodfellas should have won that. And I was such like a schmarmy, like, I'm not going to, like, that movie shouldn't have won. And then, of course, I end up watching it. And I'm like, that movie rules. Like, they both rule. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just, I don't know. I, so something about, like, give me a two or three hour movie now. And I'm like, this is cool. I need, like, I like being able to enjoy these characters for more than like an hour and an hour and a half like i need like that's why i like tv series over movies because like you get to enjoy those characters um for extended seasons and stuff like that like i love parks and rec and i love all those characters so much so like i'll watch that once a year i watch the wire once a year i watch i try to watch breaking bad once a year sometimes i think that's going to be like in every couple years though because like some of the the first two seasons are super frustrating because of how stupid they are like but it's comically stupid but it's still frustrating and then like towards the end it's like you know what's coming and you're like oh man like yeah like my favorite character was mike on that show and that's why i love better call saul when they brought him back on that i'm like fuck yes my favorite character i get to go through like all these early days with him and he's still a badass in, in Better Call Saul, so it's it's so great. That was my 
I I really enjoyed Better Call Saul, and then the uh, the episode where it flashed back and showed how like Mike's like last like day or whatever in in Philadelphia or Pennsylvania or whatever mm-hmm. as a cop, and you found like all that. Remember, like that episode, I remember watching and was like. I'm so happy I can like, cause it was after the season was out. I was like, I'm so happy I can stream this because like, I'm so in on this show now. Yeah. I, it's so good. And like, so good. I, I know we're getting a new season here soon. I know, um, yep. Bob Odenkirk just had like a, a heart issue. So hopefully he heals up and we, and he can finish out, but I know we're, we're getting a new season here soon. And like, man, the show is just stellar. Like everything I thought, you know, like I was like, oh man, I don't know if I'm gonna like this. It's not gonna be the same. And then like they started throwing in like Tuco and the characters yeah. here and there, but everybody was like constantly like, oh, we got to see Jesse, we got to see Walt. I'm like, I don't really care if we do or not now. As yeah. far as we've been no. going, I got Mike, we got Gus, we got Saul. I really don't need it. Like, I mean, that story's been told. Yeah, I mean, the big thing that I that i'm really curious like that they keep toying with and i love that they do this is how his wife is gonna not be there anymore yes because like is she sick is does something happen to her with one of these people like we just don't know and it's like they, they keep toying with you like oh maybe it's this and i'm like oh fuck here it comes and it's like nope not that not that yeah yeah that's uh that was one of the things. Also, I didn't love the Captain Marvel movie. I thought it was well, it was pretty good, but that was one of my favorite things with the uh, Nick Fury. Ah, they kept kind of, <laughs> oh, oh, is this one? No, yeah, yeah. Like, that that I like that too. People, yeah, people didn't like that. I, my only complaint about that was that it was like just thrown in between. Uh, infinity war and Endgame, so like we knew she was going to be an end game so i sure. felt like there was no there was no repercussions to, to, to the story there was no like fear of like oh she could die or this could go wrong or this could happen it's like because we know nick fury's still alive we know that she's going to show up because they just paged her so we're going to get her regardless so the, the, there was no stakes to me in that exactly yeah that was my big i mean word for word i enjoyed it but it didn't feel there there wasn't enough meat on the bone for us to like be worried or really get invested in. It was more of just like, okay, we're going to, you know, this will be cool. The little things are cool. Um, on to the next one. But, uh, yeah, dude, I couldn't, uh, I couldn't agree more. Yeah. So it just, that kind of bummed me out. Like I, other than that, I thought it was a great superhero movie. And like, you know, I, I liked the Stan Lee cameo. I thought that was really great. And <laughs> that he was reading mall rats and, yep. uh, that was a really good moment. And I was like, okay. And, uh, but yeah, I just, so what was your reaction? I got to, I got to talk about this before we move on to talking about Let's SCI. Cause we want to get there. We've been talking for about 50 minutes, so we got to get there. Um, <laughs> the final battle in Endgame. uh, what was did you jump out of your seat when cap had the hammer dude i no, i mean i got excited but the moment of all that that just like i mean i jump, i did jump out of my chair was when you hear on your left i was like oh let's go yeah i just watching that still like i love the crowd reactions like because yes. the theater I was in was pretty packed, and like I didn't want to be that person to be like screaming at the at the screen, <laughs> but like I was definitely like yeah. And then like when everything was happening, like when he picked that up, I was like everybody kind of like 
cheered and I was like, yeah, I cheered a little bit. And then like when they all started coming out of the portals and stuff like that, I like, I teared up and I'm like, oh, we're going to get it. We're going to get it. And he he hits the Avengers assemble. And I'm like, oh, the the moment we waited for 10 years, we got it. And it just, oh, it's so good. So one of the most satisfying moments of TV. And, and the thing is too, like I've watched that a couple of times now. Right. And it's still like, it's still, you know, gets you just so riled up at like, like you're saying completing the circle, like, Oh, it was just everything we wanted. We got it. And we, we, you know, we, to the, to the uh, DC thing, we, we had to wait for it. Right. Mm -hmm. And like that does that, that waiting and earning it in a way, like it, it really makes the difference. Uh, And yeah, I think that's a moment that like, no matter how many times I see it, I'm still going to always just kind of have that fist bump. Yeah, it just, I still love watching like people on TikTok. People will be like watching it for the first time and hearing people's like reactions to the first time <laughs> seeing stuff or when like, like when everything happened in Infinity War and they're like bawling their eyes out when all the characters start turning into dust and then like, and then they get to the next one and like they're all like going crazy for like the, the final battle and shit. It's so cool. I was like, that's, that's cool to keep reliving that through other people. Yeah. Same way I saw it. It just popped up, I guess on YouTube and I did. That's what um, reminded me of it was uh, before I went through the whole run again, I may have been, I may have been a couple films in, but they had a crowd reaction to on your left and the place just lost their minds. And it is like, that's, that's just beautiful. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad mine wasn't that loud because like, I feel like at some of the points they missed some of the dialogue but I For feel sure. like with that, like it just, there, that was the point where there was just the music and the visual. So you could go ahead and cheer and you weren't going to miss anything out of it. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it was, it was pretty good. Now when I was watching and when we get to the part with Tony having the gauntlet, uh, I thought he was going to tell Thanos, fuck you. And I was like, oh, we're going to get the big fuck you moment <laughs> finally. And like, apparently that was originally in the script it was supposed to be a fuck you not i am iron man it was supposed to be fuck you and i never knew that apparently that's i read that i don't know how true it is but i I did read that so i'm like after we got the i am iron man i'm like i don't know if fuck you would have been as good now that i know that we have the i am iron man because when he says i am inevitable i was like it makes a lot more sense to say yeah and i'm iron man and you know like So I was like, yeah, after that, I'm like, okay. But like, I was totally like in the theater waiting for him to just be like, fuck you. And then snap his fingers. (laughs) Yeah. Like that to me, that's what I was saying. Like I'm sitting there and I was like, fuck you. But yeah, apparently, uh, I'd have died, man. You'd have heard me all the way up your way, just howling. <laughs> so, so yeah, uh, I guess I am Iron Man is better than than dropping the only f bomb in the MCU, but in the uh, MCU, but not by much. Like I still, yeah, I still would close. like that alternate take just to see, just to see how it have, how have, how would have felt. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> so tough. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's talk about SCI Weekend. Let's go. Okay, so let's start with, uh, I don't know, do you want to start with Futures or do you want to start with the actual uh, SCI tournament itself? Let's do Futures first, actually. Okay. Yeah, we'll do the SCIs back-to-back and we'll talk about these Futures a little bit. So I have a handful of people in the Futures that I, I might have seen before, but I do not remember seeing. Okay. And then I have a handful that I know I've seen and I really enjoy. So I'm definitely exciting. 
I'm definitely interested to see what everybody brings to the table. Um, obviously, I've seen Billy Starks. I've yep. seen Hoodfoot. Uh, I've seen Robert Martyr. I've seen Hardway Heater. And I've seen Chase Holiday. So, oh, so this will be an introduction to Ron Bass for you. I feel like I might have seen him. He looks familiar, but I feel yeah, like I feel like he would have. I just maybe he didn't make that big impression on me. Maybe he hasn't been around a ton. Like he's mainly just been on a paradigm. Um, uh, as far as like where you would probably see him, IWTV and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh, action. I know he's been in action once or twice. Uh, so you may have he may have slipped by, but I think he'll be one uh, a lot of people um, are very high on right now. Seeing Ron, he he has a great attitude, you know, just a hoss of a human being. Um, I'm excited for him. I do. We got to lead off, you know. Heater. I don't know if you. I know you're busy. You've been a day. Heater isn't going to be a part of it. Um, he actually had to have surgery today. Oh man. Um, yeah, back surgery. Um, he is going to be out for a little while. I mean, okay. um, yeah, I mean, I doubt I, I, probably through the rest of the year uh, for sure. But um, everything's took care of now. He, he's uh, he had um, last I talked to him was probably maybe an hour before we started recording. He was feeling good. They're hoping he's going to be able to get home uh, tomorrow, okay. um, maybe the next day at the latest. So um, you just want to shout out the boys, shout out Hardway Eager, man. All, hey, always the hard way for sure. No. <sighs> All right, so that leaves us with Eli Knight. Yep. Whisper. Yep. And Landon Hale. Uh, I know Eli Knight from Action. He very athletic. Uh, he's also been on some Paradigm. Can fly. Uh, a very confident guy. Uh, I always enjoy his matches. Um, I I've not seen a ton. <clears throat> excuse me. I'm not seeing a ton of Landon Hale. But I know uh, I've heard I've seen his name pop up more and more a lot this year, especially. Um, so it feels like for sure this is going to be a um, a little bit of a coming out party, hopefully for him. Um, and then uh, who was the first you let off with? Uh, Whisper. Oh, Whisper. Yeah, I just saw Whisper when we were up in Jersey. It was the first time I saw him live. He wrestled at H2O. Uh, again, just a very athletic, uh, super tight on his toes. Uh the matchup, see, we don't know who all, I don't think anything's been announced on who's, but like the possibilities with these big guys um, and then the flying ability of some of these others. And then you've got Billy who like, I mean, we've been saying Billy Starks is, you know, been really, really good for a year or two now. Mm-hmm. So um, it, it's a hell of a field. I don't know who's going to, you know, uh, take Heater's spot, um, but you know, they've definitely got some people wanting that spot. Um, it shouldn't be a problem at all. It, it's it's a good field, man. Again, it's it's kind of where you're at is where I hope a lot of our fans are at with this because I want you know it, it's a great show in my opinion if we can have you see someone you like in a good match and maybe have see someone you didn't know or hadn't seen a ton of and you leave talking about that person more. So uh, futures this year really feels like we're going to have a lot of that. Yeah, that's why I was like, oh man, Futures like has some names I don't know, so that's that's always a good thing because like, yeah, obviously yep. if they were selected for this tournament, so they're gonna have, bring something crazy to the table, and uh, they're gonna you know try to show out the best they can and and impress. So I'm definitely looking forward to that because being an indie wrestling fan, I think one of the big things of being an indie wrestling fan is being on that cutting edge of like what's next, who's next, who's sure. cool. 
and uh you know like nxt was really hot for me for a while and now i really don't care about it as much anymore i very much care about like the indie so much because it's like who's next who who am i gonna enjoy who's gonna have these banger matches so i love like being able to see like these uh, these people come that like i don't know their name and by the end like i'm like okay i gotta see this guy and make sure i check out his stuff anytime i see him wrestling um and uh you know last year um was a real difficult year to to like see a lot of wrestling and see a lot of breakout people so like getting it back and going now it's really fun to like there's been so many people that have just been chomping at the bit uh through the pandemic to you know come make a name for themselves and it's like i feel like we're on like a hyperdrive of like seeing a lot of this talent and like seeing so many new names it's it's really fun yeah i couldn't agree more man it is with the uh everyone the the uh, bigger promotions the um you know awwe and the nxt brand all that with them taking so much and really signing a lot of people to contracts these last year it's it showed you know this this underlying talent that kind of i mean we still see people you know that we all kind of scratch our heads and wonder why aren't they this place or why aren't they that place uh so it's really exciting to see like you're saying that young that that the uh, the ability for them to be put in this position, knowing I believe this is airing. Is this airing live? I think I think it is. I think this might be airing live on IWTV Saturday. Um, so that's some new eyes, hopefully for everybody. And then again, man, if you just make it to that final of futures, like that's a big deal. You start talking about former names that have been a part of this uh, tournament the last year or two. I mean, and you're seeing them now really like. You know, Manders won it, I think, in 2019, the last, um, or is it 2019 or 20? Yeah, 2019, Manders won, and you obviously seen him kind of all over the place. Uh, I know there's so many people in this in this group, like some of the names you mentioned, right? Like Abilia, Hoodfoot, either one of those, you would not be shocked to see kind of everywhere. I mean, Billy already kind of is, and Hoodfoot, you are seeing more and more places, but mm-hmm. uh, any you could see them kind of anywhere and not really second guess it. You're going like, oh yeah, like they belong. Yeah, uh, I just pulled it up. Uh, both Night One, Night Two, and Futures are all showing live on IWT Heck this yeah. weekend. So great, great to hear. Yes, that's lots of wrestling to watch this weekend. I am excited for it because <laughs> I'm really bad. Like if something doesn't air live, I won't. I almost never go back and try to rewatch it. Like, yeah, like there's certain stuff. Like if I've been told, like you have to watch this, it's good. It's really good. I'll try to make it a point to go watch it. Um, but it's doing this show weekly and like having to review one show every week, it, it becomes a thing where like, if I really want to watch something, I'll make it that thing for the week, but I don't want to like cover the same company six or seven times in a row, even though, that's kind of like what I want to do sometimes. Cause I'm like, well, maybe I'll just break it up into months and we'll do four shows of this company for the month and then we'll move on. But it's like, eh, you want to do a little something different for everybody. So no, yeah, that's a good, yeah, absolutely. That's the way to look at it. Uh, no, I, a lot of people kind of tell me that not going back. I'm, I'm kind of the same way. I will go back and watch obviously some shows, but, uh, if I'm going back, I'm usually watching my people or like, honestly, if I'm not watching live wrestling, I'm watching like, kind of old like i've been on old 2000 early 2000s ring of honor and like some old czw and just that's where i go to uh so i, I totally get what you're saying I, I feel you yeah um it's, it's just i don't know like sometimes like i really want to watch uh 
I don't know. I just have this weird thing. Like I can't go back and watch a lot of old wrestling. I can watch attitude era stuff all day long. That doesn't bother gotcha. me, but like yeah. watching old indie stuff, like, uh, you know, old AIW and stuff like that. Cause like, I know where everybody is now and like I, mm-hmm. all the advancements AIW's made since then, it feels weird to watch old stuff. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't like the ring mat from, the, from what they used to have. It used to be like this, like plasticky looking thing. And, uh, it just, it bothered me. Like the aesthetic bothered me forever and ever. And like, once they changed to like a more traditional, like fabric mat, like, I feel like it just, it, it, it just looks better. And then like, I don't know, I'm weird with certain stuff like that, but no, no good. I, I love that you pay attention to what you like in production and like presentation. I'm the same way. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. Like, I feel like, yeah, we're indies, but you can do so many cool things. Like, I really value production on indies and like you, there's so many little cool little things you can come up with. And like, I, we had a local indie in my area that I, I did filming for and like helped with stuff. And like, I loved being able to like, just think about like, Oh, I could do this and we could come up with this for the entrance and we could do this and like just little stupid stuff. And like, eventually I want to start running, uh, you know, again in this area. And like, I know there's some people that are interested in doing it and like, having a group of us run shows because there's so much talent that like, I don't see in this area that like is mm-hmm. running out of Indiana and like it down South and like Georgia and Kentucky and everything. I would love to see in my area because like AIW, they have the a great crop of, of students and everything like that. Uh, you know, we just had the Chandler Biggins Memorial tournament and that was very much what I feel like was like our futures up here okay. because there's so much young talent that I feel like, hasn't fully gotten out there yet and i think would make a huge splash and especially with like southern wrestling like i know dom greeny is showing up in action and bringing uh some of his students down like i know bitcoin's been there Mm -hmm. and i know like uh, arthur MacArthur was just down there so like i love seeing them get that chance down there to to open their you know open up uh new avenues for them the one i'm really waiting for everybody to get a hold of is going to be Derek uh dillinger and ziggy heim when those two really break out and I think they're, they're poised for it. It's going to be crazy. Yeah. Uh, another one, Josh Bishop and Wes Barkley. They're, they're oh, another, God. the other two, like Let, Bishop is Bishop is the fucking man. And I can't wait to watch him just dominate the Indies. Like once, once he really catches fire, it's, it's over. It's, he's going to be the top guy everywhere. He's just, <laughs> he's so young, but he's so fucking good already. It's crazy. It's nuts, man. Uh, he, he and Brett had a really good match for New South um, a few months back. Um, I, I mean, first time, it, it's really cool uh, getting to talk to these guys, but I love talking to my people after they work. Um, you know, uh, some of these guys, I'm just curious, like, what are they like? So, and, and Brett was just like, bro, dude is like absolutely coolest guy. And then you see, uh, you see now at JCW, he's just like being booked to squash people like mm-hmm. he's just beating the hell out of everybody and you and you absolutely believe it like because of his look because of his aggression uh i mean like you're saying he's one, as young as he is we're still he's absolutely one that like if he's not like a big deal on television in a couple of years like i'm gonna be shocked yeah uh his face off with matt cardona was a lot yeah, i was like this dude they he's got that look and he just them two in the ring together it. i was like that's fucking money right there i bet we see that at absolution next year because that's a money fucking match right there yeah and that'd be a great uh great position for josh to be in with 
everything that comes with being in a match like that, like I, you know, he's just ready for an opportunity like that, man. A huge, huge fan of that guy. Yeah, I mean, he's just. Uh, and shout out Wes. Sorry, I feel like I'm not even talking about <laughs> Wes. Wes is Wes is super dope, super cool. I love talking to him, and he and uh, he had a couple of really good matches that, that kind of like. The thing that sucks about New South running every Tuesday is like a lot of these matches kind of get lost in the shuffle, and uh, and West had a couple of really nice matches for uh, for us in the TWE Center mm-hmm. arena. Excuse me. Yeah, Wes is another one of those guys. Like he usually manages um, mm-hmm. Josh, but he he's so much more than a manager. Like he can wrestle really well. He's got you know he 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 can t- he's got the gift of gab and he can and he can go too like it's he's a, a you know that double threat like that and he just he keeps getting better and it's just like people really underrate him and he's i think you know he's gonna have a real breakout year uh towards the end of this year he he did uh big things in the biggins cup and uh then he hit a man with a u-haul on saturday and <laughs> i mean he is uh he's literally on a tear and i just i'm so excited to see uh what happens with him and uh i I want the rip city shooters everywhere i want the production everywhere but let's get back to scenic city my bad enough about enough about my guys i gush about (laughs) them all day long but we're here to talk about uh scenic city and and this uh invitational that we got going on a lot of great names i'm really excited for this uh if you had to pick Two people you think you're going to see in the finals. Who do you oh, think Lord. you're going to see in the finals? Oh, that's so tough. Um, gosh, just looking at the matchups, um, it's easy to rattle off kind of any of these. Um, I will say I, I think whoever comes out of Priest and, and Daniel Maccabe, that's a pretty good bet to get to the final. That's, I mean, that's a first-round matchup. You know what I'm saying? Like That's, that's wild. Crazy. That's real wild. Um, Dude, that's absolutely nuts. Um, you've got, <clears throat> I believe it's, <clears throat> excuse me, I believe it's John Davis and Logan Creed in the first round. Oh man! Like, are you kidding me right now? Um, if I could, if I had to put two names, I guess if uh, final two, uh, I would say Brett Ison and oh gosh, oh gosh, you know what? I'm gonna say Makabe and Ison because that's a match I want really bad because. Brett's been on a tear in the South for years, mm-hmm. and because Daniel Maccabe is the Daniel Maccabe, what else do you want to you know? <laughs> oh man, uh, that's there's there's guys there's that, so many. Yeah, there I mean, is. I'm, I'm not I'm not even like Dan. I think Cabana Man Dan and Jeremy Wyatt. That's a first round matchup. Cabana Man Dan. I just had him on uh, a couple months ago, and, and he just he is. His character change has been so wild. I love watching him. Like this, yes, how he has changed and how just so insanely in shape he is and just everything he is just oh man he is he's on a tear as well like i i i he's been around forever and i feel like he's up but he's also just fresh it's just a fresh like he's a veteran but he's so fresh with everything like very yeah very uh, motivated that's it's yes it's yes. um and this business can be a drag man every week every weekend i mean it, especially for someone like dan that you know, at, at a certain point when you've been told for years that people can't believe you are everywhere, like it becomes a, a kind of, you know, just more luggage in that backpack you carry. And so to see him be this motivated, this locked in, it's been an absolute pleasure to to be a part of that and see him as much as I've been this last year at New South. Um, and I, I couldn't agree more like 
the energy he brings, it's always, it's always beautiful to be around because it's always coming from a great place. It's coming from somebody that really cares too. Mm -hmm. And that's, uh, and that's definitely a CMD. Yeah. He, uh, we had such a great uh, interview and stuff like that. He was so much fun to talk with. And I, I hopefully I get to see him out my way again soon. Cause uh, he's, he's yes. such a treat. Um, but man, just looking at this, I I'm, I'm surprised, you know, that was really a, a, a tough one to throw you to ask you to, to give me too. I can't even pick like just looking at these names. I could, if you told me any of these people were the final two, I'd be like, yeah, that makes sense. Like, I, I, Yo, I feel like they're all just on that level. First round matchup, Daniel Garcia, Graham Bell. Come on. <sighs> That's nutty. Man. Like it, it, it's the field they put together, obviously with what uh, we've all dealt with this last year and it just everything, uh, not having an SCI in 2020, it really feels like they were like, all right, we're just going to, we're going to unload the clip with this one. Yeah. Yeah. This is wild. Um, man, beef is here. We got Alex yeah. Kane. Beef versus AC Mac. Is AC Mac, is he going to make it out of Chattanooga? Because beef will eat him. If beef comes with the intensity that I've seen in some of his matches, mm-hmm. it, I, yeah, I'm sorry, AC Mac, you, you can <laughs> kick him all day long. It's not going to phase that man. Um, <laughs> I've never been scared at a wrestling show before until I saw him against Levi Everett at Black Label Pro last oh, yeah. year. Yep. He came out with such intensity. I was sitting in the back row. I could feel his intensity back there, and it, like, spooked me. I was like, holy fuck, what is up with this guy? Because I had seen him before, uh, you know, and he was kind of just doing a normal, like, he was big beef, but he was, you know, just kind of a normal guy. And this new intensity that he came out with, and then being with, um, with a manager and just, like, with Mickey Knuckles and, like, holy shit he just it was on a whole different level and i was like he tapped into whatever he needed to during covid because holy shit this guy is this guy's a whole different level and then like seeing him again in limitless uh not long after uh in his match that he had there we were sit uh there was a group of us in a discord just sitting there watching that match and laughing because it was so insanely wild like he was hitting power bombs he was just going all out and we're like holy fuck beef is so amazing and i think that uh i mean he could shock the world and i think that you know Bro. he could he could be there like Derek neal's another one that Derek i neal thank you it's just oh man Derek royal like that's a Derek yeah. versus eric royal the winner of that could i mean it's what you know we both keep saying like any of these first round winners you could argue like that's the favorite i mean you've got two champions right there going uh squaring up uh, i i i mean the idea that we're getting Derek Neal, Eric Royal alone is just awesome to me because both of those, I mean, we're seeing Derek pop up more and more, but Derek's just, he should have, he's a guy. Like, he should have already been on all these. He should be everywhere. And Eric is kind of almost in that place now of he's not seen a lot of places, but he's so good. Mm -hmm. Well, I think there's a, a real big push and I really feel like, you know, there's been a lot of underutilized talent um that's really come to the forefront uh with a lot of the different styles of shows like wrestling's really opened up to all these different things like we have for the culture now and we have effie's big yep. gay brunch and like you're seeing these people that get to that kind of get these breaks that you would have never seen before on a normal show and you're seeing these the, these guys just popping up and having so all this talent and everything and it's like i love it i love being able to see like these hidden talents from all over the place and it's just 
I love that, you know, like I never heard of Derek Neal until I want to say like Southern Underground Pro uh, that, oh, that was this year. Really? And like, well, maybe it was that or maybe it was at action. I remember Dom saying something to me about Derek Neal and I'm like, okay, maybe I should check this guy out. And then like that sub show dropped and I was like, oh, fuck. Okay. I know who Derek Neal is now. <laughs> And like, yeah, so like, and then his match with Dom that they released a couple weeks later, like, I just, we just uh, finally watched that show, and holy shit, that was wild. That's, oh man, that's so, he's been, he's been going crazy down there, and it just, oh, yeah, I, I couldn't pick one out of any of these. Like, I love Alex Kane, uh, but I don't, I think he's just, he, he's so, I think he's still too young. I think that there's, there's guys with more experience that, have that edge and i think that edge is what they need i mean adam priest doing what he did this year um he's got to be a favorite to to definitely get him or makabe yeah that's yeah that's definitely one of the finalists whoever wins that match is definitely a finalist gotta be bro and then uh and then priest not to mention he's got you know uh possibly this two-night tournament and then sunday he's wrestling freaking jonathan gresham up on iwtv 100 Oh man, I forgot that was this weekend what? too. Holy crap! Yeah, Sunday, baby. There's a bunch of a wild matches weekend. on that too. Oh, that's a nutty show. Like anytime, like I had heard some rumors of some of the matches they were gonna do, and it felt <laughs> like a, it was like a Tom's Customs. I was like, no, that ain't that's not a thing. And then you know the real graphic, and I was like, oh my god, they're doing that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If we would have got that match with Dom Koo and and, and Stevens, oh man. Oh yes, I know that's just insane. I know so many people from from AIW and from Cleveland that were like, if that would have been announced, we would have been going. Like, there's no question, we would have been going to Jersey for that match to see Eric Stevens' last match. Because holy shit, that would have been a wild, wild match. That'd have been snug as a bug. I'd have loved it. (laughs) (laughs) That'd have been insane. Um. But yeah, like uh, once we saw that, like uh, I think that was Friday night, he sent us that, and I was just like, oh, like I wish we wouldn't have told me now, because knowing that was a possibility <laughs> kind of made me sad because yeah, that would have been so good. I totally agree. At least wait like uh, at least wait like a week or two maybe after the show, and then be like, hey, we almost had this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, because uh, that would have been oh, that would have been so exciting. <laughs> Um, no, I, I'm excited, man. I, I know it's, it's a field that I, I mean, shout out John Davis. So I know we already said his name, but I'm such a big John Davis fan. Uh, such a great guy to be around. I really hope, you know, just no matter what, being able to talk to these guys a little bit, th- these talents, um, this weekend, that's, I'm really excited about, man. Like, I love what I get to do. I love talking. I love, you know, being able to, put words together and have people kind of laugh or whatever. Like I love all that stuff, but like there's just, I mean, being able to sit and like sit in the learning tree of all these talents, man, it's something that like, uh, you know, I can't even put into words, just the little things I've learned asking this or that. And just talking, um, to, to these, these, you know, giants to me, like these are people that I, I'm not one to ask for a picture. Like I, I just hate bothering people. I'm very much like, I'll just go over here. So, uh, wrestling's been really good for me to kind of get out of that. And like, like my big thing is small, but like, I always like to tell the talent after their match, if I enjoyed it, like if I didn't enjoy it, I won't say shit, but like if I enjoyed it and like, I, I, I like to just be like, thank you for doing what you do. So, 
just being able to tell, you know, all these entrants and the SCI and the Futures Tournament, just thank you for what you do and like, you know, putting on these shows for us. Like that's that's really cool for me. So uh, I, I can't wait, man. I can't wait to see the BSB is going to be in town. Um, <laughs> obviously, my boys will have. You know, Brett will be there uh, representing the, the KOBK. Uh, I want to shout out Heater one more time. I wish he would be there, but he'll be back sooner, um, soon as he can be. Um, so, yeah, man, I just it's it's like um, if it weren't so weird about, you know, with COVID and it's still like, you know, cases are popping up more and more. Mm-hmm. Um it's a bummer because like, I just, how I am, like, I can't, I won't be able to be as friendly as I would like, you know what I'm saying? Just because like, I can't, I'm vaccinated and all that, but like, I still like, I just want to be safe as I can and all that. Right. Um, so I really look forward to the, the first SCI we have where we can kind of just all hug and be around each other and not be like, hope I'm not getting anybody sick. Um, <laughs> I but, think it's, it's uh, really interesting no, too, is like how, you know, before like we we didn't give it a second thought about like hugging and being around people yeah. and like it, you know somebody might have a cold but it's like oh it's just a cold but now it's like you live in that fear of like maybe they don't know and then they i get you know i might have something and give it to them and it's like this whole new fear that's that's cropped up from it it's it sucks but at the same time like it's yeah you gotta you got to yeah, yeah. you got to um so that that's a little bit of a bummer, um, but it is it's it's going to be really cool to kind of have fans and mm-hmm. like you know uh, have just all this talent under the same roof. Uh, it feels you know again like you, it's a couple days away still, but it just feels very special. I want to shout out the TWE show. I know it's it won't be on IWTV uh, live. It'll probably take about a week to be up, so maybe you know next Friday or Saturday. Uh, TWE is running a show Thursday night at, uh, at the TWE arena the night before, uh, I believe we're doing Daniel McCabe and Damian Tanger on that show. Oh, nice. Yeah. So that'll be one, uh, anyone listening, please, you know, when that hits IWTV, give that a watch. We, um, really, you know, I just love TWE. Jaden really lets me like go there. Like I get to help with a lot of stuff. I get to ring announce. I get to do commentary. I get to help with ideas and booking and all that. So, TWE is the place that, um, you know, uh, it's on IWTV. They don't get shows up as, as quickly as we like all the time, just how busy everyone is. But uh, I always appreciate some TWE love. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen a handful of their stuff. I, I enjoy what I've seen. And, uh, yeah, I, I did have that graphic saved. I went through and I saved a bunch of the different flyers so that when we talked about stuff, I had something to kind of reference. And, yeah, the night before, uh, Thursday, August 5th, yeah. So Tang- That's a good match. Damian Tanger is one that. You know, um, I wouldn't, you know, he, he wouldn't be a crazy one to see. Like he would have fit in that features crowd pretty easily. Oh, yeah. Um, so, uh, shout out Damien Sanger, man. Love his attitude. He's one of the best to talk to because, um, for what I do with commentary, right. I want to get whatever you need me to get in there. Like whatever you're telling for your character, for your, whatever, t- you know, and Damien Tanger is one of the few that like, I don't have to worry about it. Like he knows, what he wants and it like just makes my job so much easier so shout that i want to shout him out big time yeah i uh he he has been like a big supporter ever since like our first match we ever sponsored was actually i believe him and dom and i bet it was yeah he he followed and has like still kept up with everything anytime we put anything up he always likes it he always you know comments when there is you know something to comment on so he's been a big supporter and uh we appreciate it and I'm, i'm glad you know Hopefully he, uh, you know, has a good match with 
Daniel McCabe. Oh, and, yeah. For real. Uh, you know, hopefully we'll see him uh, maybe in the futures next year or, you know, maybe even in Scenic City next year, depending on how things go. I mean, yeah, man, like that, the, the young talent we're talking about for futures, you know, right now, like, you know, a year from now, you could argue just about all those, you know, majority of them, at least, you know, a good year. They're probably in SCI next year. So mm-hmm. uh, I just I just can't wait to be around that excitement man, and like the excitement from the fans. Like I'm not really on my phone during uh, during the shows, but I just love like intermission or um, after the show, just like hopping on Twitter and just seeing like, oh, man, that match was, you know, it just that's the best for me is when we we do our jobs and everybody watching is like this. This just kicked ass. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'll definitely be watching. Uh, I was my man. I've been wanting to go to an SCI live. So eventually it'll line up for me. Like my birthday's at the beginning of August. So with you guys having shows at the beginning, it's like, eventually I'm going to make that trip. Um, we've also been trying to line up a trip, uh, Justin Summers and I to go to, um, sup when they come back. So I'm hoping eventually that will line up for us. Cause I was supposed to go to the Nick Gage, Brett Eisen show. Yep, and yep. I just started a new job and I couldn't take that Monday off because I didn't have like any time to take off. And uh, gotcha. I was so bummed because that show would have been amazing to see live. And uh, so I'm hoping to get down there and uh, I got family down in Tennessee and I'm, I'm hoping to see them and kind of, you know, make a plan of, of going to Southern Underground Pro and uh, doing all that kind of fun stuff. So, dude, hopefully. Yeah, man. Uh, I'd love to see you down here. I know. Uh, the plan assuming the world doesn't uh, do 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 us wrong um hopefully gonna have one of those maybe in october a sub show uh hopefully 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 don't want to jinx it but um yeah man we'd love to have you down uh and definitely get to get into some tomfoolery down here (laughs) (laughs) yeah i uh i've only been to tennessee like once and i was really young at the time um I don't remember much and then like i said i have like a great aunt that lives down there and we just like reconnected recently and uh so i was talking to her about you know coming down and she's like well you have a place to stay she's like and it'll be close to nashville and <laughs> da, 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 and you come and stay and i'm like all right cool that means i ain't gotta worry about a hotel so i just gotta get down there and, and get around and yeah check out the basement yeah, east just, so let's say just do it just do it baby <laughs> All right. Uh, is there anything else you'd like to plug before we uh, get out of here? Uh, thank you everyone for listening. Thank you for having me, bro. Always a good time talking. I mean, we could talk more television probably than wrestling. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, we definitely got to have that episode before too long. I'll just get on here and we'll just talk about our, uh, our Mount Rushmore, Rushmore shows and just debate. That sounds like a blast to me. Oh, um, yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. Thank, thank you everyone for listening. Uh, if you feel so inclined, please follow me on Twitter at Mo's KOBK and definitely, definitely, definitely be watching this weekend. SCI, Friday and Saturday futures Saturday afternoon all on IWTV live. You from a balcony building up blue lawn chairs next to the ice chest of two grams in the blood that we just blew. Now I'm getting blown by a bitch who I don't know her name, Cojang. Hanging got a few in the room, but I don't wear them out. Only wear them in the house because I shine so bright that I want to blind you. Who knew I'm stuck with them now that I'm a best truth? Cause there's a bowl of bitch and a twist on the instinct I'm surrounded by two lips, got me about two kids, got me about two scripts Fill up with cocks, smoke up all around my fucking
fucking body I murder this bitch named Maddie Yeah, I shot him to got the shovels And we taking up night Pull you in the caddy Told him shot the light right Cause I'm digging it Cause this one was a good day And turned into the usual Bagging no black like a funeral Contemplating, vacating without you, I doubt you the 